What is your ideal dream, everyone? What's happening? Welcome to Batman the Fanimated Stream. How you guys doing out there? Of course, Dave the Film Junkie, and with me as always, Mr. Scott McClellan. How you doing, sir? I'm doing just fine. How about you? Drinking my oh, Coke. Yeah. Drinking your Coke as I'm drinking my winter lager because I felt felt it was going to be somewhat festive. I was like, all right. Well, I'm doing, of course, the Patreon stream. So I was like, all right, let me get a beer this time. Kind of got a little tired of those seltzers. You know, sometimes you get a little tired of those. You got to go back and forth, you know. Okay. I completely, completely understand. Yeah. But you know what? It's a we're living in a dream world tonight. <laughs> Apparently. Absolutely. Man, I mean, when it comes to this episode, I mean, uh, it's a gem. Um, I like it. Uh, I, you know, remember watching as a kid, just being like, what is happening? I mean, obviously going this fresh and there's some, you know, I got some interesting, um, uh, um, you know, the things that, that I was thinking about when I was watching it again, uh, going back to just the even previous stuff that we've talked about. And I'm like, I wonder if like, you know, certain ideas in here, there's just certain ideas in here that got me kind of going, huh, interesting. So I have some notes about that. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I got some, I noticed some things that I never noticed before, you know, very much with a fresh perspective. And then also kind of, I started kind of doing what we, not really nitpicking, but kind of like, I'm questioning things yeah. as I'm watching it. And I have, and I have fan theories that like, because I, I questioned things. So then I had ideas to answer my own questions. It's going to be a. It's going to be, a, I, I'm looking forward to having a very interesting discussion. About I know, this. right? There's some, yeah, there's some things in here. So, but yes, this is, of course, um, uh, I always, yeah, perchance per to dream, which, of course, you talked about how that is a line from. There Hamlet. we go. Yeah. And because uh, I, I remember, because I go to that Batman website and it said that, you know, it said that right in there. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's like ring a bell. But of course, last week I was a little, you know, I'm good now. <laughs> Had to balance that. You, you were ringing other kinds of bells yeah, last week. <laughs> I was, I was, but we're back. We're back at the normal time too, which is good, which is great. Uh, of course, we had a great time last night on the vodka stream last night. Hopefully, you guys checked that out. Just a good end of the year vodka stream that we have. G great discussions, and of course, we had Dork Shard show up, which was great. It's always great to talk to Ray. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Otherwise known as heavy metal yeah. Santa. <laughs> Dude, that was hilarious. I mean, oh, man, I was like, <laughs> I was like, don't take offense of it. Just freaking, you know, roll with it, man. Don't roll with it. I remember he was like, should I take that as a, like, now, nah, man, take that. No, as no, 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 no. That, that's like, that. that's something you yeah, you own, own it and you right. make yours. Yes, you own that. And then it was like it was almost it was almost funny, too, because we were kind of almost like pitching an idea for it. Like, huh, should someone someone get Netflix? Anybody know how to get in contact with Netflix? They'd probably buy this shit up. You know what? What we need is like a crossover with uh, with Fat Man, Fat with Man, Mel Gibson. Yeah. I'll get. Thank you so much for introducing me to that movie last oh, yeah. year. Oh, yeah, it was great. I, I haven't watched it again this year, but I plan on to because that's going to be in the rotation. I watched Scrooged, Fred Claus, and the beginning of Polar Express today. That's what was on in, uh, all throughout the day for me today. So, Oh, I'm so glad you put Polar Express oh, yeah. in the, that movie in the rotation. Come on, man. You got to watch Polar Express, man. That's oh, that's so totally good. in the Christmas for Yeah, it totally is. And then, of course, I saw Nightmare Alley, which, of course, you talked about. And my God man 
I'll go. Okay. 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 Tan we're going to start. Yes. With we're tangent starting with right the tangent. But, hey, I mean, it's called nightmare alley. We're talking about dreams. Hey, why not? <laughs> okay. I need your, uh, I don't, have you done, you haven't done your spoiler review. Uh, no, I haven't done any kind of like spoiler review. I probably won't do you, like, are you, you going to do one? No, nah, I probably won't do it. I mean, I think it was just, I probably just keep it at this, the first reaction because, you know, it was like a two minute, like little spiel about it, but man, yeah, you weren't kidding about the, about Del Toro just nailing that noir, man. I mean, there was just, it was like class. I mean, there was like scenes between, I specifically like the scenes between, um, uh, Bradley Cooper and Kate, uh, Blanchett, man, those the back and forth between oh, some of those yeah. scenes were like just really just you just really get taken aback to like man this is I mean just the way the dialogue the back and forth and everything which is really great and then of course Del Toro and I love how what I said in my first reaction was like I wasn't quite sure like where this was going and that's what I liked because I only watched the first trailer uh, I think once and I saw some TV spots and I was like I was already in even when I heard about it I was in but I was just like going where is this exactly going you know with the carnival and everything and then the dealing with like mentalism and stuff and how that was oh man I mean there was just so many great things just the way that the story played out and it just uh, I mean you just don't see movies like this anymore you really don't. Yeah. No, you don't. And and that was why, since I was delaying seeing Spider-Man, right. I was like, guys, don't sleep That's what on I this. Said don't too. forget that this movie came it's, out. It's because really oh. good. It's really good. Like, I was just so fast, and I'm like, and, you know, I was just kind of just, yeah, I was just tuned in and just going, I was trying to figure out where is this heading? And then just the way that where you see stuff. And then, of course, the cast is just phenomenal, man. The cast, you can't beat this cast. <sighs> Jeez, Willem Dafoe, two movies coming out this this weekend, which is great. You know, but yeah, Tony Colletti and uh, Kate, Kate Blanchett. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's one of those. Just don't sleep on it, guys. Please don't sleep on it. Uh oh, did, did. Uh, I'm so happy for Bradley yeah. Cooper. Like for the guy who started off as the pretty boy on yeah. Alias, <laughs> it's so nice to see how he's just like he's great. He's he's become a big he really boy, was. and you know. Yeah. I'm just, it's so happy because I was like, back in the day, man, back in the day, watching him every week on Alias. And now mm. it's like Stars Born, Nightmare Alley. The guy is just like taken off and it's, it's, it's exciting to it watch. It really is. Especially, yeah, like you said, like he starts off like that. And then, of course, he was uh, in Wedding Crashers as the, the asshole. And then Hangover really parlayed him out there. And, you know, of course, he was just like that dude. But I like the fact that. Now he's just going, I'm going to do projects that I want to, that I want to do, you know, I'm going to direct, I'm going to be in projects that are not just going to be like, you know, these big, huge films. He hasn't shown up in any superhero films, even though he's been on many lists and he probably has well, had Technically he has, technically. Oh yeah. Duh. He's the voice of Rocket. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. I'm, true. But I kind of like the fact he's just the voice. I don't know. And he nails that voice too. I totally forgot. Totally just, right. just didn't even think about it because you know he wasn't like physically in there but you know good on him for just walking in doing probably like two or three days of voice work yeah leave with a big bag of cash and that's it you know jace it's gotta be nice that's the dream I, mean, I think the only one who has it better off is Vin Diesel. I know. He just has to uh, words the entire Yeah, time. I mean, um, to be fair, he has to say it in like 26 different languages. But hey, whatever. Still, that's a pretty good gig. Anyways, back to it, guys. Let's back yes. to this episode, which is. And you want to know something that mm. I never caught before until this watch of Perchance mm. to Dream blew my mind. 
you get that beautiful title card mm-hmm. that you know that is is on our show art. Yeah. It's the Mad Hatter theme. Yeah. Dun, 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 they tell dun, you. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun, they tell you the right twist. Off the yeah. Right off the bat. Pretty if much. you're paying attention. Yeah. And, and of course, when you're a kid, you're probably not paying attention. But as soon as that thing kicks, I mean, obviously, we already knew it was a Mad Hatter thing. But yeah, I was totally like going into this and I'm hearing that. Dun, 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 and you're just like, oh, it's the Mad Hatter theme right off the bat. And it's like, you don't see him until the end all right cool but yeah but i love that they just kind of they kind of go like see if anybody paying attention huh anybody paying attention and yeah i mean obviously we're paying attention now but as a kid not so much not so much mm-hmm. not so much no 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 but i just was like you, you shirley walker <laughs> you, you sly you, and everybody else stop. I know. And then, and, and then it's funny too, because I'm trying to remember, I'm, I mean, I'm trying to remember any TV spots for this. Cause I'm sure like the big selling point is the fact that, you know, it's, it's, it's like a, what if episode. That's why when I tweeted it out, I said, what if uh, Bruce Wayne wasn't Batman? What if his parents were still alive? And that's, I mean, going through this episode, I mean, it, it is, it is something that I wouldn't mind like seeing like exp- well, we'll talk about it as we go through it, but it's just like it's interesting. It's an interesting concept because, you know, we always talk about, especially with um, um, what's her name, um, the doctor, uh, uh, Arkham. Uh, what's her name? I'm totally like drawn a blank. Andrea, Doctor Andrea. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When she yeah, talks yeah. about like the three, the three, you know, personas, the personas of him, and uh, you know, going through this episode, you know, you kind of he has like. He doesn't accept it at first, which is great because, I mean, first off, it starts off. Obviously, we have a man. This opening, the opening chase scene, what I liked about it was like, OK, of course, it starts off. You hear the 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 Mad Hatter theme, but then you just get straight up sound. You don't get any music through the, the opening chase. It's just pure just car and then the Batmobile, which sounds like a fucking jet. It's just and then there's just, it's just that there's yes. just nothing but that. No. No score at all, which I thought was fantastic. Yeah, and then also the fact that you know they're they're, I got a little bit of like it kind of reminded me of like the the Batmobile chase in BVS where it's like it's all the alley, yeah, ways, and he's driving uh-huh. the one car and he's like sma- smashing up against the wall. I liked, I always like it when he has to like use the windshield wipers <laughs> on the Batmobile. <laughs> Man, it's, it's just, nice. There's just something that that makes me laugh with the idea of the Batmobile having windshield wipers. <laughs> Gotta have it. It's a necessity. You really do. You have to have that on because you just never know what's gonna what's gonna happen. You're gonna go powering through and um, you know running into things. But yeah, it starts off with that, and then uh, it ends in a in a warehouse where he's tra- where he's trailing these guys, and um, like the lights turn on and we get that sparkle around his eyes. Like what the, ah, uh. that sparkle is always a weird choice. I, I love how it, it symbolizes, of course, the idea of, you know, those stars that you get, like, the, yeah. you know, the, uh, the, you know, when, when you really turns on light yeah. and you're like, ah, I can't see. <laughs> and then you're like, all that stuff has to, but it's like, but you, but you have it outside. Yeah. Of your <laughs> no, I'm like, like well, like, wait, okay. I mean, like, like he's got pixie dust or something. That's what it kind of reminds me of. It was like, it's very interesting, very interesting choice. And it, I know it kind of reminds me of like in Roger Rabbit. It's like <laughs> refrigerator falls on Roger and Roger sees stars, not birds. <laughs> I don't think of that. Thank you. Yeah. I was like, you went the same yes. place. I was. Been like, yeah, exactly. Roger Rabbit right oh, there. Yeah. So, but you know, they had to kind of show it. I mean, the animation is not the top notch kind of animation that we're, that we love. Right. 
It doesn't look like that. Now. No, no, this is this is this is not mm. Spectrum. This is this is this is this is not the Spectrum too. But it's also not the no. worst. It's kind of like it's one of those middle of the road studios. Because there's a good close up towards the end. Where I was like, okay, I mean, it's not the you know, it's not the Spectrum animation, but it's still you know, it's got its moments. It's got its moments. So, so then of course we get um. Uh, you know, obviously he gets blinded by the light and then something falls on him and then Bruce just wakes up just, ah, you know, and uh, Alfred is in there and he's uh, waking him up and saying rise and shine and blah, blah, blah. And I love how Bruce is just automatically just like, geez, you know, I'm, I'm glad to be alive at all with what happened last night. And then, of course, Alfred is like, what the hell are you talking about, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and i also love how alfred just rolls yeah. with it he just goes with it and then and then i like when when batman goes robin and and, and i love i love alfred's reaction he's like, oh really um and he's like <laughs> okay if you're cheating on selena then yeah I guess that's just your business sir not not not, not my place it's like i mean bruce is just flat out just talking about like how did i get back here blah 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 so he's asking him, and, and it's just yeah and then yeah <laughs> Like you said, Alfred's just kind of just rolling with it. He's kind of going, not sure what he did last night, but uh, hey, you know, Master Bruce, whatever, whatever happened, I'm with you. I'm with you on all this. And then, of course, he says that he's uh, prepared breakfast and he um, goes and, the, and I love the first thing. I, I don't know if it was like, I guess it was the first thing that Bruce thought about is going to the Batcave because he goes to the clock and tries to, you know, the, the secret entrance. And of course, it's not there. Okay, I'm also trying to remember. Now, I know we're on episode 30 now. Have we seen the clock as the entrance to the Batcave yet? Or is this our so. first time with the clock? Because because the animated series introduced me to the idea of the clock as the entrance. Because in comics lore, what he does is technically he's supposed to move yeah. the the time on the clock to the to the exact time that his parents were murdered mm -hmm. and that's what unlocks it and so and I'm, i of course growing up on the 66 i'm so used to like you know the the yeah the statue Shakespeare and, bust yeah, and you turn yeah. the knob and the bookcase so it, yeah so the idea of there being the grant the grandfather clock entrance was new to me and now i'm realizing is this the? I think it might. Be. Is this the first time that we see the clock as the entrance? I think it is. I think it is. I'm trying to remember any other time that we would would have saw it. I mean, yeah, I've mean, seen it. Um, you know, yeah, thirty episodes in. I mean, yeah, I think we, you might be right. It might be the first one. I'm trying to remember any other time. I don't think there was any other time that we'd have to see it. To be honest, um, any other time. I mean, there's always been like the stairs to the Bat Cave and whatnot, but. Yeah, I th you think you might be right. Okay, I just, <laughs> settled just, right like, there. Once again, when we're going through this watch through, it's it's kind of fun. It's fun to kind of like clock it and go, yeah. okay, well here's he, here's where that happens in the series. Yeah, and then of course Bruce just gets flat out mad, and then you know Alfred does a good job of just being like, hey, you know, I'm like easy there, Master Master Bruce or Master Wayne. Does he say Bruce? He says Master Bruce in this. Um, but yeah, I mean, when it comes to uh, when, yeah. It's always it's always Bruce. It's always yeah, Master Bruce. That's right. He yeah. says Master Wayne in the in the live action stuff. Um, but uh, I love the fact that what Bruce says to him, he goes like the Batcave. It's a big hole in the ground with a big car that's all black. <laughs> Good description, Bruce. Good one. 
Yeah. And then, of course, this is also a great description. But then this is also when Thomas Wayne shows yes. us. And, you know, once again, the conceit that I, I once again, as a kid, I picked up on it's Kevin Conroy doing the voice of Thomas. But, you know, like he's like, I love how he like takes up the little pin light. And, like, yes. Like, thank checks you. His pupils. I also feel like this is like one of the first times that they like they acknowledge the fact that Thomas was a doctor. Yeah. You know, he, he runs the company because it's his family's company. But he actual his actual choice of a profession a was as a was as a physician. Yeah. And, and I feel like this is the first time they really establish in the animated series. Yeah, he was a doctor. Yeah, I know. That, I even said that, too, because, yeah, obviously he's like losing his mind. And then, of course, when he sees his parents and he's just like, what? No, no. And, you know, he's just not accepting it. And then he's splashing water on his face. And, yeah, that was the first thing I picked up on, too, is the fact that, you know, he has this little light and he's checking his eyes. And I'm like, oh, sweet. They just visually told everybody that, yeah, he's a doctor. And, you know, we know this now. I mean, and again, I'm like, you know, I'm wondering how much like Nolan kind of just like went through a lot of these stuff. I mean, because it kind of reminded me of like, uh, you know, when he had the uh, whatchamacallit, like stethoscope, the, the stethoscope. Yeah. And, you know, that whole um, that whole theme when it came to Batman Begins and stuff like that, just kind of like letting everybody know that, yeah, Thomas Wayne was in fact a physician it's like yeah i like that i like that i like that a lot yeah which because you know that was also played off really well in long halloween yeah like that so too. it's yeah yeah so it's 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 nice when they when they connect all this stuff yeah and then and of course we cut to him at the office and yeah. you know he's so no, i'm trying to remember though does he ask yeah so boring <laughs> but this is after no but this is after he actually asks alfred about like Alfred, tell me about my life. Is it after like, that? Oh, let's see. Well, I know like his dad says we got an appointment on the golf. Yeah, he does ask. He, he does. He says he's he when they're in the clock because um, Alfred lays out his, of course, his brown jacket that he uh, wears a lot. And uh, because he's got a meeting or whatever the hell. And then he. Um, yeah, he asked Alfred, he's like, tell me about my life. And then he just basically says, like, yeah, after his dad retired, he got handed the company. And uh, and then, of course, he proposed to Selena Kyle. And I mean. Yeah, pretty much. It sounds like he's got a pretty good life going on, <laughs> to be honest. I know. And, and that's always like the trope in these like I'm trapped in a dream yeah. world kind of stories is the idea that it's almost like if you want to connect this to a classic comic book story, this is basically like what the Black Mercy does to Superman mm -hmm. in the in for the man who has everything. It's mm -hmm. like the idea that we're going to put you in a going to put you in a dream coma that is like your perfect life yeah. because if you if you accept your perfect life then we can keep you in there under the entire time yeah. so I, I i do question if the if for the man who has everything was any kind of life could like, be inspiration for this it. story because of course later on in justice league unlimited they actually do for, they actually do the episode for the man who has everything. Yeah. So it's kind no, of, it probably it's is funny. That, it probably is like a, yeah. a little bit of an inspiration, but you know, I mean, it's, it is a very interesting concept concept just because, you know, it is Bruce who, you know, again, going back to that whole, the, the three personas and everything like that. So, but I, yeah, but then we get, of course him uh, and he's just so bored. You could tell he's tapping his pen and he's just like, you could tell he's just not feeling what's up. And then of course, Selena shows up and, uh, dressed up like the ladies who lunch. Like this is a very, <laughs> I've always found this to be 
like a very um interesting costume choice right for selena but it makes her very everything. normal yeah <laughs> i know which by the way <laughs> Going back to the whole idea of this is a kid's show, when she's like, when she's kind of like hitting and like trying to, like, she almost kind of goes to like a little seductress mode. She's like pulls the yeah, glove off. And I'm, mm-hmm, yeah. I'm like, um, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, and like, like drapes it over his face. Yeah. And it's like, okay, okay, yeah. we're, we're doing a thing yeah, here. It's, uh, it's sounding like that. But, and then it's funny because, yeah, and he just is still questioning. And then all of a sudden she just yells out Batman. And he's like, <gasps> I mean, that's like a shocking scene where you literally see Batman just swing by Wayne Enterprises in broad daylight, <laughs> by the way, just swinging by. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I actually wrote down <laughs> Batman in broad yeah, daylight. It was like, yeah, I was kind of thinking that, too, because it, I mean, the way that this show has always been, it's like sometimes when they the animation and I was even looking, I was like, is that is the sky? The sky is not really blue, and, but it is daylight because obviously he's at work, but it's kind of dark. I don't know. It's just I was trying to even decipher that myself. I think I even paused it. I'm like, eh, I think they're still trying to keep it kind of like a little bit dark, but it's you know, we know it's the daytime because obviously he's at the office. Yeah, yeah, and then of course you know he he like runs down the hall like he's like yeah. booking it down. He went. It's like I gotta see this Batman, yeah. and he stops like a jewelry heist like once again in the middle of the day. Yeah, I thought a little Batman sixty six the idea of like I'm seeing Batman in daylight like this is this is wrong. But then of course they like he you know, grapple hooks away, mm-hmm. and Selena basically fills him in that Batman's only this 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 Batman character Showed has up. only been around for a few yeah few weeks. Yeah, it's only a few weeks, and uh, but it's funny too because Bruce is just like, "Who is he?" And she's just like, "They call him Batman." And then he's like, "No, no, no. like who actually is he?" Because obviously, you know, Bruce knows who he is. And then, but Bruce, what I, what I liked about this is like, first off, they make eye contact, and Bruce is just like, "Huh?" And then like uh, Selena even is like, you can kind of almost see like Selena, you know, kind of crushing on it a little, crushing on him a little bit because we know that you know, obviously, when we got introduced to Selena the first time, of course, she was full on just crushing on Batman. And then uh and then she was like he's so impressive and then he was like Bruce was impressed, you know? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's what was so meta about it is the fact he's like, yeah. Like he was almost just it was very meta the fact that it was like, okay, something weird's going on here. Obviously that is you and he was impressed by himself. So I thought that was I thought that was kind of cool. I, said, I am a, I, it's kind of, I am a, yeah, yeah, that's kind of what he was thinking about right there. And, uh, but yeah, yeah. And then there was like a point in time where, uh, well, even Bruce goes, does the name Catwoman mean anything to you? Like he, he asked Selena that and she's just like, what the hell? She's just like, what are you talking about right now? Catwoman? Huh? Question mark? Yeah. Well, and then, it, then it's kind of funny because then Bruce kind of accepts the fantasy world and he and he and he's like, I'm I'm actually going to enjoy it. Like I'm well, gonna say, I'm gonna go play golf with my dad. I'm gonna yeah. hug. Well, I mean that's my mom. He, I'm yeah, gonna well, like he, goof around with Alfred. Yeah, he talks to Leslie Tompkins, and uh, and basically she just breaks it down like you know it's just a disassociation kind of thing, and just I mean it's kind of funny because you know if you were to really do like if there was going to be something like really drawn out with this i mean it's it's kind of interesting how and i think we kind of even talked about like if there was like a version of bruce wayne where he got locked up in arkham and like all the rogues gallery were actually like doctors and people trying to like help him out and there was that whole thing and there's like this whole dis- disassociation and delusional 
thing that's happening with Bruce or something like that. You know, they, they kind of she kind of talks about it right there and saying like how all this was a delusion. And then Bruce just yeah, he finally just goes, the nightmare is over. And that that was interesting to me because I was like, oh, so he considers his life a nightmare. But if you think about the fact that if the world that he's been living in in his mind is a world where his parents are dead. Mm hmm. You could see that as the nightmare if you realize this. What if this is what if yeah. this is the real world? And now I have what I've always wanted, which is a world where my parents are alive and I get to live my yeah. life, which I think means more once we see Mask of the Phantasm mm. and we can kind of retroactively have that knowledge of those like that batman year one story that we saw mask of the phantasm because yeah. i always go back to that scene at the grave mm -hmm. like i need i need to know that it was okay yeah. i never plan on being happy yeah. and like that scene where i'm just like i'm crying like a baby yeah man god i can't wait till we break down that one that's gonna be a that's gonna be a good discussion right there when we break down phantasm Woo! can't wait for that but, uh, yeah, it's going to be great. Um, No, but yeah, then he accepts it. And then he's just like full on happy. And he just like he walks in, he gives his dad a big hug. You know, he's just and then I love I love when it, when he just approaches Alfred. Hey, because Alfred, of course, is dusting the, the clock. And he goes, you find that entrance to the bat cave yet, Alfred? And, and then he's just like Alfred doesn't know if he should say what he should say and he's like he's like well if you did then we'd both be crazy or something like that he says something like that. yes that's exactly what he says yeah and everything's going great until he decides to try to read something and then the letters are all, all... now yeah i'm trying to like remember if i've in dreams if i've read anything is that actually like a true thing that no, no, it's coming. Yeah, I was about to say because thing. I was it's like, a, it's, it's yeah, I was like, I was like, you know, even like watching it again because I remember that was, and I remember as a kid going, oh, that's crazy. But then I'm like, I've had dreams where I've maybe not in like full detail. It's not like you could just like read a full on book in your dream, but I'm like, I can remember reading. But I think they just needed something for Bruce to find out. And it's like, how do you figure out? that you're in a dream and it's 22 minutes. So we got to figure out something real quick. Yeah. Yeah. But no, even the writers have gone back and said, yeah, this is complete, this <laughs> yeah. complete garbage. No, yeah. This, this, is, this isn't a thing. No. Yeah. It's, it isn't a thing. And it's just uh, because it's funny because you can read partially and then all the letters just start going crazy. And then he starts losing it. He starts grabbing books out of the bookshelf and nothing is making sense. And then of course his parents are all, um, you know, they're just like wondering what's going on. And then he, you know, he just walks into a room that just has a TV on for no reason. <laughs> There's just a TV on. And, you know, they're talking about Batman taking on those jewelry thieves. And then Bruce just flat out takes a statue and throws it at the TV. He's like losing his shit in this episode, man. And then he goes to like that sporting goods store and just starts buying stuff. Cause he's like, it's because of Batman. You know, he's getting followed by the cop. <laughs> Batman, it's Batman. I don't know what's going on, but it's Batman. Batman. And he gets like a rope and a grappling. Because, because you know, they sell grappling hooks at you know your local sporting <laughs> store. And then he gets a, a flare gun and flares. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It was just kind of funny. And then what I found funny too is like when Bruce in his really nice convertible car. You know, I think it might be a Rolls Royce or something like that. 
and he's just like full on, like got the turtleneck sweater on, and he's got the, the khakis. Yeah, he's got the khaki, and he's got the rope around his shoulder. Like, yeah, he looks like he's about to just like break into some fucking place, but he's got the super expensive car. It's like Bruce, you don't have any, uh, you know, little uh, junkers that you could have like took taken on this little journey right here. Now you're gonna bring out, <laughs> gonna bring out this car. All right, <laughs> but. I don't remember that was in the back cave. It doesn't exist right now because yeah, we, we saw it's true. We saw like his garage or cars in the forgotten. Yeah. We don't have the Studebaker. That's to true. Be able to so go he there. doesn't have all that, but still, yeah. I mean, it's like you want to be incognito a little bit. That's not really incognito, but I love the fact that the, <laughs> the cops are like, your parents are like, uh, you know, they're worried about you. So come with us. He goes, he goes, uh, he says something like, sure, but not right now. And then he just runs. That's <laughs> just like how he said that. It's so cheesy, but not right now. And then he just starts running away. And it's like, all right. Well, I also love the fact the cops are like, your parents are worried about you. Yeah. Mommy and daddy are looking for you. We need to take you in. Yep. <laughs> it's like, come on, come on, Bruce. But then, and then it's funny because even like the cops go, man, he moves like Batman. <laughs> Cause he's like grappling hook up. And then it's just like, man, so on the nose. So on, so the, on nose. the nose, <laughs> it's, uh, you know. So on the nose. Um, of course, then he makes it to the graveyard. Yeah, he gets it to that church. You don't know why, and I, I, I even was like, it took me a hot minute to go. Oh, I remember they're going to explain why he goes to the church in the graveyard. You know, and then he climbs the bell tower and he like starts yelling into the sky. Oh, that, like, that's the scene that I, I yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the scene, scene I wanted. To, but what was funny scene. about that too is like, yeah, that's the scene. But uh, what's funny about that too is like, you know, obviously when he shows up there, and you know, it's really I like the I like what they were trying to build right there with the wind blowing. He got leaves and everything, and it's uh, you know, it's pretty dark, and it's like, all right, well, why would he come here? And then it's funny because he scales the wall pretty easily because it's bruce wayne and then the two cops try their best and they just they just run into the wall and fall like they're like they're harry and marv from freaking home alone i mean it's just it's just kind of funny but i actually this is what i liked uh you know when he finally gets uh in the bell tower and he just you know he wants to just just approach uh batman and just the way that he does and the way that everything is uh it's a good scene i thought i thought it was a pretty good scene right here it is a good scene. Yeah. Right there, and the lightning strikes and everything. I've been waiting for you. You <laughs> did this to me. Da -da -da. And that really dark version, minor key of yes. that Hatter theme. Uh huh. And then he just comes swinging out of nowhere. Look at that. I like that close up shot right there. It's a good close up shot. And then, of course, okay, that shot was pretty cool. That right shot there. was pretty cool. Yes. I mean, and then, of course, they're going to have a fight and stuff like that. I just thought I like that buildup. You know, it's kind of funny, too. When I was watching this, I'm like, I at first I was like, man, if they if they wanted to extend this a little bit longer, that would have been a good way to like end part one. If that was a two part yes. episode, I was like, I, that's the immediately what I thought, because, uh, yeah, it just would have been perfect if they could have somehow just like made that story just last two episodes. That would have been a perfect part to just be like to be continued. Oh, you know, we all would have just been like, ah, got to watch it. But it doesn't. Of course, they have a fight. They have a fight. And uh, even Batman says, you know, mommy and daddy are worried about you kind of thing. You know, <laughs> I know exactly. And of course, then he's like holding him off and he rips the mask off. And I love the fact that like you see like all the blonde hair. Before yeah. 
before the camera turns and you sees the Mad Hatter. Okay, now here's what I had thoughts about okay. because this dream entity of the Mad Hatter admits that he's only a part of Bruce's subconscious, that the machine is not communicating anything outside of that. So in my head on this rewatch, I began to think, how would, how does this entity of the Mad Hatter exist in Bruce's head in the dream world and starts to explain all this to him? And so the so it's like how does that work because it's not like the machine is like communicating this yeah no it's there's so yeah i had the theory that felt sort of i had this fan theory of his subconscious being a detective is piecing all of these things together and let's be honest he's stretched his machine i would almost say he could probably hear what's being said around him and his brain is still processing yeah Assessing it, and so this this Mad Hatter is a construct of his brain trying to explain to himself what's going on. It's just being represented as, oh, this is the Mad Hatter. I have figured it out, and so I'm going to tell it to myself as the Mad Hatter. I like, like that's that. kind of my own thing. No, no, I like that. I think I like that. Yeah, I think I like that because. I mean, obviously, you know, Batman's brain, Bruce's brain is on a whole other level. He's constantly just everything is always just on. It's firing at all cylinders. So, yeah, I think, um, you know, even yeah, when he's in that room, maybe he knows what's happening. And, you know, even though he's in a subconscious state, of course, he's still hearing the real world. So then it projected in his brain. And then, yeah. And then I love the fact that it's like, you know, the Mad Hatter is saying like, hey, this is your ideal, you know, dream. I guess you could say you could just stay in this. And um You'll just live this life. But then, I, you know, one of the questions I have is like, but would would Bruce overall be happy with this life? You know, would, would he would he overall just be like, OK, which is because another thing that Leslie or um, was it Leslie Tompkins? I think it was. Yeah. She said, like, you were giving given everything. You know, you, you 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 basically never really had to really work too hard in your life. You never really had to do much. You were. You were the, you know, the son of a billionaire. You got given this company and then also this beautiful woman you're going to marry. And it's like, it's almost like Bruce. I mean, throughout this episode, he just could not accept just living this, you know, easy life or whatever the hell, you know, he's like, he it's, it's in his blood to do good and to be Batman, I think. And that's why it's, I don't know. That's what I just was really taken from this episode. It's like, I don't think he could ever live, even though he, for a brief moment, he was happy. And was like, oh, I'm just going to lean into this. But yeah, I don't think he after a while, I don't think he could. I don't think. Well, he could. And I feel like that if I can allow myself a tangent here, I think that's when people don't like the ending to The Dark Knight Rises. Mm. I think that idea, like that mentality mm. is why they push back at that ending. I don't push back at the ending because I go, I don't. Well, either. this is Nolan's ba- like this is Nolan's Batman. Yeah. Like, he was happy because, you know, you've got John Blake who can take on the mantle because the whole the whole thesis throughout the trilogy is that Batman is a symbol. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, so Batman doesn't have to be Bruce Wayne. However, I would agree in this universe. <laughs> oh, no. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, yeah. no. He can't. Yeah. We, no we, and we've seen the crotchety old man he becomes. Yeah, so it's like... <laughs> exactly. Now, it's like he's Batman for life here, folks. Uh, but then, of course, he figures out because obviously uh, Mad Hatter is like saying that he can't escape the dream. But he goes, well, 
I have an idea. And this is where I'm kind of going like, all right, when Nolan was preparing for Batman and watching maybe some of these, did he kind of conjure up him and his brother conjure up Inception a little bit with this? Because, you know, some themes in here, dreams. And then, of course, how he wakes up is essentially he's going to commit suicide, die. He's going to fall. And then, you know, you just he just wakes up. So I was just like, there was something, I'm not sure if that's the actual case, but I just, I was kind of getting a little bit of that too. Like a little inception vibes, I should say. Well, but and we had kind of talked about this, I think, because last week was dreams and darkness and mm -hmm. we, and we talked about the fact that, yeah, how many times have you fall in a dream and then wake yourself the hell up because yeah. it like shocks you awake. And I like the idea that in this episode, how does he wake himself up from a dream state that's supposed to be impossible to wake up from? He falls yeah. because that is classic a way to like yeah. shock your system. Yeah, I know, man. I've had I had some humdingers of dreams this week, man. I <laughs> you ever have like a dream that's really like it's just crazy intense and you keep falling back into it when you go back to sleep? Oh, yes. God, I had one of those this week. I mean, it was literally just like it was like uh, it was like the Warriors meets Mad Max almost like, uh, you know, just going to the place I, uh, you know, me and my friends used to always bar hop, you know, which is over the hill right there. We still occasionally do, but we used to do a lot. And yeah, I was overrun by like gangs and crazy people. And yeah, I woke up like four times just right back into it. Like, what the shit? man? <laughs> That's horrible. I was like, can I go back to the dream I had the night before where I was a Ghostbuster? Yeah, I had one of those, too. <laughs> That was good, even though we were fighting Gozer on a high rise that wasn't quite finished. So we were we were like standing on beams, which was kind of scary, but still, it was cool. It was cool. But man, did you get Sigourney Weaver? No, sadly, question. no Sigourney Weaver. But you know, the other the, the other four gentlemen were there, and I was helping them. So I was kind of like a, I was kind of like I guess you could say I was kind of like Lewis. <laughs> I was like Lewis without the earmark. <laughs> No, but I was like, man. But yeah, dreams are it's a, it's a weird man. thing. Anytime like you have a, like a story that deals with like a dream kind of world uh you know i always you know it's always a weird thing when like when it comes to dreams like well, how much do you remember how and you know that's why i was like kind of doing the parallels with inception and how like nolan probably went through a lot of these episodes or and maybe had some ideas because you know it, it is an interesting you know concept of you know your ideal uh life that you'd want to live in and, and i love the fact that when he wakes up and then, of course, uh, Matt Hatter is like pissed off that he, he's woken up and he gets to the point where he's got a tear in his eye. Did you see that? Yes. Oh my God. He's crying because he's all, like, I wanted you to. You ruined my life. Yes. <laughs> I was going to give you the perfect life just so you could stay out of my Such a great line. Such a great line. I was like, yes, that's a great line right there the fact that he's just he wanted him to and it's weird when you think about it it's like wow so one of batman's villains wanted to give batman his ideal life just so he would stay out of his but it's very much mad hatter because you know he, he does those references like he's in his own wonderland this is what happened with alice you know and there's stuff like that i mean i i that, i loved it when when it was revealed that mad hatter is behind this i just like it just made sense like of course this guy would do it i mean some people might think oh maybe it was riddler or somebody or somebody else but no it was just made perfect sense that it was mad hatter oh yeah and then of course you know he 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 arrests him and and I the one thing I've always remembered this episode is like you know you get Gordon for like a hot second yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. looking at the machine oh yeah the lab, boy, the lab boys will have fun with yeah this. what yeah. any idea what it is and yeah. 
Oh, yeah. And Batman's like, yes, the stuff that dreams oh, are made of. Oh, great ending line. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like you always got to have that last little uh, little quip from uh, from uh, from Batman right there. But yeah, I mean, it's I mean, I think we talked about it last week where it's like it's not it's a great episode. Maybe, it, you know, maybe not top. I don't know. Top 10. What do you think? Well, okay, and this is where it all gets subjective because I, you know, I, I know Amari was in the chat, yeah. and for him, it's like top three. Yeah, it's never, and, and I think I've also heard it said that Kevin Conroy picks this as like his favorite episode. Okay, okay. and and I can see that it's never. I mean, it's a good episode, but it's not. It's not in my personal yeah. top ten. Like it, de- it doesn't crack that for me. But it's still a good episode. I mean, yeah. it's a great, it's a good episode. Oh, in the fact that it deals with Bruce's psychology. Yeah, and that's yeah. always going to be a strong episode. Yeah, I'd say maybe top 20. I don't know. I mean, I think like, remember, you know, if we, when we get to the end of like season one, maybe we'll do an out whole episode of just like our top tens or something. Like I that. think I think, yes, I think when we yeah. get to the end of season one, we need to kind of like have a, a, a recap, de- a recap yeah. debrief of season one. Yeah. yeah. And give yeah. our give our give our top 10 list and we'll see where where all these land. But I mean, and yeah, but by no means is it uh, a weak episode at all. It's still a great episode. Um but uh, yeah, just the themes in here, you know, I dig it. Anything that has to do with dreams, I do. I like, I like, uh, I like it when uh, shows and whatnot just like deal with it and everything. So, but yep, good episode. Anything else you have to add to it? No, I think we co- we covered everything. I just yeah. like I said, my little theory about how Matt Hatter shows up in the dream world is like yeah. well, it was like my. <laughs> you know, I'm, yeah i'm gonna nerd out right here with a theory yeah. <laughs> it's a good theory i like it actually i really like it a lot um what do we got next week uh well technically not next week because it's christmas oh yeah Eve. it's christmas day it's, it's christmas, christmas day. day yeah it's so christmas we, day. Won't, we won't yeah, yeah. hmm okay gotta, so, I, don't, I don't i mean yeah we'll figure out well okay what's next okay <laughs> so, the next episode, whenever <laughs> we happen to discuss it, Very is true. the cape and cowl conspiracy. Ooh, man, I'm I'm totally like blanking on what that episode is. I love. That. Oh, okay. Do you want me to tell yeah. you? Yes, tell me. Okay, it's the one where the villain, a uh, voice by John Rhys Davies, mm. uh, hires a guy to get Batman, uh, Batman's cape and cowl. That's it's, right. That's right. Okay. Yes. Okay, just hit me. I'm like, ah, oh. uh, who's who's that? Who's that actor? By the way, I'm like blanking. John Rhys Davies. Um, okay, you know, uh, indie, indie. Oh yeah, in okay. uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know like, yeah. you, you, you don't like Lord of the Rings, yeah. so I can't say Gimli because yeah. that yeah. wouldn't mean anything I'm not, to I'm you. Not a big Lord of the Rings. It's not that I don't like it. I just it's just not my bag. But yeah, when you said indie, indie, oh, okay, 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 I got it now. Because yeah, I recognize the name, but I wasn't. Uh, wasn't too sure so but yeah all right well so we'll be doing that one next we'll uh, play it by ear because yeah i mean we do have two holidays coming up for uh you know you know we'll see what happens with it because obviously we got sad i mean it's nice that you know new year's day and christmas day fall on a saturday you know which is great for for us uh you know for us uh, that still have to work we at least get a three-day weekend so that's good you and my brother man i'm like ah man that's that's gotta be nice but uh yeah so we'll figure it out you know if uh uh, if it happens to be like we'll push it to another sunday or something like that you know we'll play it by ear because obviously you know 
when it comes to Christmas weekend, we might be seeing a bunch of family members. I don't know exactly what I'm doing next weekend when it comes to visiting family. Um, but we'll figure it out. If we don't do it next week, we'll do it. We'll see you guys in 2022, and we'll still have plenty of Batman the Animated Series to talk about, and it'll be absolutely fantastic. But hey, 30 episodes already in this, man. This is crazy. It's cool. I, I love the fact that this, this has just been a lot of fun for sure. You know, we're almost... We're, we are almost halfway through the initial run, right? We're almost, and it's just, you know, and it's funny too, because just looking back and in, in, you know, I mean, I, I always say that I was heavily inspired by the BVS by the minute. I was like, I want to do something like that. What could I do? If, and then it just hit me like, Oh, what if we just broke down an episode of Batman, the animated series. And my first thought was like, gotta tell Scott, I think Scott will be down, hit you up. And you were like, hell yeah. <laughs> and I was like, there it is. No, I actually believe my I believe the oh. actual words I wrote back was fuck yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, it was a little more vulgar. It was fuck yeah. You know, and then I was like, that done. And I think that was probably at the beginning of the year before uh Zack Snyder's Justice League came out. So I was like, all right, we'll get it going after that madness stops because that was just craziness that was happening. But at the same time, I was like, all right, I reached out to, of course, Mask of Shy Alessandro. I was like, hey, can you do this? make this and this that and this and he's of course you know he created some great drawings of all this stuff but uh yeah it was uh it's been fun man it's and remember you can buy yes. a t-shirt with uh, with that That's artwork right. on your chest That's on top of the building and very much a batman the animated series stance which is great down there in the film junkie closet so all right guys uh scott go ahead and uh, send us off Well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, the DC Squadcast, wherever podcasts can be found. We're also on Vero, Facebook, YouTube, with the entire network of shows at SquadcastMedia.com. There it is. All right, guys. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up before you leave. Subscribe. Become a member if you want to. Patreon, if you want to join that. Doing a Patreon stream later with the uh, the supporters of the Patreon. Just always fun to get different perspectives and have great, great discussions tonight. So I'll see you guys later with that. And then, like Scott said, you can get yourself a Batman the animated t-shirt down below all right guys we'll see you probably most likely will be next year but it's been a great year of batman the animated series talk glad you guys uh you know the regulars showing up uh time and time again and it's been great so we will see you have a have a happy holidays uh great christmas all that stuff and uh we will talk to you later